God move. Good morning, saints. God bless you. Welcome to the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Let's just sing together. I lift my hands in surrender, laying all on the altars. We'll just welcome the Lord this morning. I lift my hands in surrender.
I just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak
don't you just speak that name of Jesus over your situation this morning? Blessed be your name, O oh God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, magnify the name of Jesus, Lord, you are worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hosanna, Hosanna. Let the weak say I am strong. And let the poor say.
this atmosphere. We're just going to go to prayer at this time. Maybe the brothers could just come and prepare for the morning offering. Brother Matt, Ardeal, could I ask you to come, please, if you would be willing? Open the service for us. We do want to remember our sister Helen Billisberger this morning. She's at the hospital needing a touch from the Lord. Also, a continued urgent prayer request for our sister Aline Domey. I mean, she's in the last stages of generalized cancer. We're just asking that God would do something supernatural on her behalf. I mean, we've seen miracles. I believe we will continue to see miracles. We just want to remember Brother Raphael, Sister Aline, and the family during this time that he would just be an ever-present help and just overshadow the room where they're at at this time. How much would we just envy the prayers of the saints if we were in that kind of a situation? Amen. So let's just intercede on their behalf this morning as Brother Matt would just come, please, Brother Matt, and take us before the throne of grace this morning, please. Father, we can cry your name this morning, Lord, as your children, Father. Lord, some of us can shout Jesus, Father, in worship, Lord. And maybe there's some here that need to cry Jesus for a need in their lives, oh God. Lord, as those that reached out and cried out your name, Lord, you stopped by their way. As you were walking, Father, many didn't cry out, many, many just looked, Father. But maybe there was one sitting there that would cry your name and you would turn their way, oh God. So this morning, we want to cry your name and that you would stop this morning, Lord. You would come our way, Lord Jesus, and you would speak to us, oh God. Lord, every time you come by, Father, and you deal with our lives, oh God, something good happens. You don't come, Lord, to push us down. You, you, want, us, you want to lift us up higher, Father. So Lord, this morning, come our way, we ask, oh God. As your children, Lord Jesus. Lord, we've obtained an inheritance, Lord. As the predestinated children of God, Lord, you have an inheritance for us this morning, Lord. And it's your whole word, O oh God. So, Lord, as your word is spoken this morning, may we receive it as our inheritance, O oh God. Lord, that it would so permeate our lives, Lord Jesus. We could walk as your children, O oh God. As Brother Branham talked about that prince, Lord, he held himself different. Because he was the son of a king. Lord, as we could walk out this, the doors this morning, Lord, we're, this, we're the sons and daughters of the king, oh Father. We think of these needs, Lord Jesus. Lord, our sister, Father, who is need, oh God. Sister Aline, Father, I pray that you would touch her this morning, Lord Jesus. Come into her room today, we ask, oh God. Father, Sister Billisberger has a need, Lord Jesus. Father, we're bringing their names to you by prayer this morning, oh God. Lord, you know the need, Father, but you love it when your children call upon your name, O oh, Father. Lord, that we can worship you, Father. Worship while we wait, Lord, for the answer is on the way, O oh, God. So, Lord, I pray you take your servant this morning, Lord Jesus. Lord, unctionize them, Father, I pray, with your power from above, O oh, God. Lord, that his words, Father, would be your words, Lord Jesus. Have your way this morning. Be in our worship, I pray, O oh, God. All the songs that are sung, Lord, we're, we're wanting to worship you this morning, Lord. We've set ourselves aside this morning to come into your presence, O oh God. Have your way, Lord. Meet every need, O oh God. If there's someone sick in your presence, Lord, I pray they'd have faith, Father, to receive it and walk out healed this morning, Lord. Father, we're expecting much this morning, Lord. Have your way, we pray. And we'll be quick to give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. As we take up the morning offering, let's just sing that chorus, Beautiful Christ, Beautiful Christ, King of my life. Is he? I'm going to ask Brother Anthony if you just come and get ready for your special as well as we sing this. Amen. We'll just sing the chorus. By Satan's manifested schemes And you feel the urge within you To submit to earthly fears Don't let the faith you're standing in Seem to disappear Praise the Lord He can work through those who praise Him that seem to bind you serve only to remind you that they draw powerless behind you when you praise him now Satan is a liar oh, and he wants to make us think that we are paupers when he knows himself we're children of the king so lift up the mighty shield of faith for the battle must be won we know that Jesus Christ is risen so the work's already done praise the Lord he can work through those who praise him God inhabits 
chains that seem to bind you serve only to remind you that they draw powerless behind you when you pray. seem to bind you serve only to remind you that they draw power that's behind you when you praise him praise him oh praise him when you praise him when you chains that seem to bind you drop powerless behind you as you praise him so let's just sing worship the lord as we turn the service to our brother tom for the ministering of the word oh god will not reject your prayer for praying makes you
saints, I want to tell you something right now. People today are worshiping cars. They're worshiping golf. They're worshiping tennis. They're worshiping football. They're worshiping baseball. They're worshiping the world. But we are the elected lady of the bride of Jesus Christ. And if you can't lift up your hand and give him the praise, there's something terribly wrong. Something terribly wrong. Because we're supposed to be high priests. Priests before a living God. Praising him with all that is within us. Lord, we lift up our hearts and we lift up our voices. We lift up our praise. You are the living God. This world is passing away. Lord, it's in great birth pains as we're speaking now this morning. But God is giving way to another kingdom. And we cry out, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us your life. Give us your spirit. Breathe upon your people. Lord, if you have to tear down to build up, I say, Lord, do it this morning. Tear us down to build us up into the very likeness of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we bow before the throne of grace. You're the omnipotent God that rolled worlds and galaxies off your hands. Lord, and even mankind is looking at stars being burst billions of light years away. Don't understand it, Lord, but the scripture declares that you created the heavens and the earth. Lord, you're the mighty God. You can deliver everyone here this morning. You can set free the captive. You can fill with the Holy Ghost. You can set, Lord, your children free to worship to worship you, the true and living God. As we look to you, open your word, Lord. It is an open book now. Lord, ages upon ages have desired to see what we see. They couldn't even look on the book, but Lord, we are a privileged people. Not only could we look on the book, we can eat the book, and we can become that book, Lord. And so, Father, I'm praying now, Lord, that there will be a supercharge within the hearts of your children this morning realizing we will put on this body change in a moment in the twinkling of an eye lord we're living in that hour let there be an expectation within the hearts of your children in jesus precious name amen 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 glory nice to be in the house of the lord it's wonderful nice to see you all this morning it's great to be away for a week and get away one of the brothers said, Tom, Brother Tom, when are you going away? I said, well, I, I'll take that message. And I was at a prayer meeting, and within a week, we went away for a week. So here we are, and we're ready, by the grace of God, to worship the living God. So nice to see you all, all in your places. I trust you got a smile on your faces. I trust, you. I trust the word is alive. EBA, yes, we are not giving up. Right. Brother Milko? We have kept you in our thoughts, our prayers. I will not be denied. There's got to be a Jacob around here that will not let the Lord go until we are blessed. And I trust that that's in your heart this morning, Lord. I'm not going to let this word go until you bless me. Amen. We all have trials. We all have testings. We all have tribulations. But we know one that can deliver us out of every one of them. Hallelujah. I, you know what I love about the word? It's alive. If you can't, if you're not alive, you haven't touched even the resurrection. 
and I'm going to be speaking on the resurrection. We are in the resurrection. I take the brother said, what's your title this morning? I said, we're in the resurrection, whether you like it or not. And they said, you can't do that. See, look at them. They're all cringing already. I said, okay, we'll cut it short. We're in the resurrection and subtitle whether you like it or not. <laughs> Is that okay? All right. With your Bibles in hand, nice to see you all musicians. Thank you very much. Let's turn to Luke chapter 24. The queen's dead. Hmm? But this queen, thank you, Michael. See what happens when you get preachers behind you? <laughs> and they're in mourning, and they're doing their thing, spending billions of dollars. She's not even there, by the way. I love that service Brother Bisco preached years ago. And there they were running to the tomb with their spices and all, and all that's needed in the linen and everything for the Lord, and he's just conquering hell. And they're weeping and they're crying. <laughs> he's down there, man, ripping the keys off the devil. Uh-huh. And Abraham got in a revelation. There's the, there's the one I met me at the tent. There was Daniel standing there. He's the stone that was cut out of the mountain. Without... They were having a jubilee. And the world was grieving. Let the world grieve, saints. We're in a jubilee. Come on. I've been away for a week, so I haven't been able to, you know. I've been talking to waves. I've been talking to waves, but now I'm talking to the bride. Amen. Amen. Well, let's turn to, we did turn, didn't we? Luke 24. And Jesus talking uh, to the uh, two on the road to Emmaus. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets... He expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So here is the word quoting the word. Here's the word quoting the word. And of course, they believed that they were word believers. They, they did. They, they thought they were word believers. And so then Jesus journeyed with them, and then he opened their eyes. The Bible says, and their eyes were opened, in verse 31, and they knew him and vanished out of their sight. Let's see if we go down a few more scriptures. They were now giving this, this whole event and telling the, the saints what has happened. And Jesus comes into the room. Can you imagine Jesus coming into the room? And they don't get it. They just didn't get it. And they gave him a piece of broiled fish in verse 42 and of honeycomb and he took it and did eat before them and he said unto them these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me so the word was always looking to the word the word was always pointing to the word that's a key thing not emotion. I don't care for your emotion, and I don't care for my emotion. I care for the word itself. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. Let's pray. Father, we can read your word, but 
unless you, Lord, open our understanding, it just would be dead letter. So, Lord, I pray that you, the author of the word, will now make that word come alive to every one of us that's here this morning. Father, we need you. We need you to be the speaker. We need you to be the hearer. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit would say. Father God, I commit this morning's service to you. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. Excuse me. Today is a day that the world to the world is filled with confusion. So I I looked up what the world or young people or couples or different ones are. What's the ten worst things that this age is battling? And the first one that is mentioned is mental illness. Mental illness, bar none, reaches the top. Next, it goes on to body shaping. Well, that's the narcissistic topic. (laughs) Every time I look in the mirror, I'm not shamed, even though I should be. So they have different levels of things that, you know, really irritate them. And obviously the world's troubled with COVID and they got all these different things that they're troubled with and they layer them out and they got the seven top things that bother them and home life, divorce, different things and, and issues they have to deal with on a daily basis. <clears throat> and yet, we of all people, should be able to stand up in the face of this generation say, I'm sorry, that's not my problem. Not my problem at all. Because my prophet said in this day, the end time message will meet the end time condition. I don't need to see no psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker, He's the great counselor. He's the one that we run into and are safe. He has given us the word of God. So let the world, do not let their thoughts permeate your psyche. So I got this problem because of this. You got no problems. He's the problem solver. So a person today say, well, I have this problem because so-and-so did this and this and this. Maybe the Lord allowed that to take place to get that problem out of your life. Why don't you face the issue or face your problem and say, Jesus, you're greater than every issue and problem I'll ever, ever have. And so then if this is not the greatest message we've ever heard or has come to the earth, we've missed it. I'm sorry, friends. I'm sorry. We are in the resurrection. We are in the resurrection. And I'm not going to water it down. I'm going to lift it up. I'm not going to preach to you a nice little box sermon. That you always say, well, that was a nice little idea. Saints, this resurrection is more than a box sermon or idea. It's an event. It's an event. And when Jesus appeared to them. And they did not realize that it was the Lord. Then it took the Lord to open their eyes. 
So then, if you're not seeing that we're in a resurrection right now, can you do one thing for me right now before we start your service? Ask the Lord. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Because the minister's duty as a minister of the gospel is not to tell you about a story, but it's to tell you about him, the word. And if you can't deal with it, you have a problem. The bride, Brother Bram says, attracted to the? Who's the word? Amen. Amen. So if you can't be attracted to one another, you or I have a problem. If you can't be attracted to the word, if you can't look around the room and say, I'm attracted, not attraction in a, a lustful way, please get your mind out of that, but attracted to and admire that the God in the person, that that God in them is defeating Satan every moment, every hour, every day, every month, every year. I looked at a few people that have left this message. And if you can imagine, they believe now in the Trinity. A doctrine of a devil. I would say that person has a problem. Especially when a woman is holding a Catholic crook, whatever they call it. To me, that's disgraceful. But so there's been many that have been around the message, but the message isn't in them. They can quote it. They can experience it. They can have miracles even in their lives. But that does not mean this message is in them. Because if the message is in them, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And that is what this message is all about, to attract you to him. But the Bram says in this message, Easter seal. Only one thing I want them to know, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And in my heart, I hold his abstract. I know that someday I might drown in the sea. I might be killed in Africa. I don't know what will happen to me. But one thing I know, I hold the abstract. Hallelujah. Every door can be closed. That doesn't mean nothing to me. So the world shuts you away. That does not mean a thing to me. So they think you're crazy. So what? They thought the Lord Jesus was a misfit. He says, that doesn't mean a bit of difference to me. I'm not trying to glorify man or some organization, nor myself, or none of the groups, nothing else. I want people to see Jesus raised from the dead. Hallelujah. That's what I want to see. He's alive and he's well and he's living in you and me to tell. I'm not trying to glorify a man. I want people to see Jesus Christ raised from the dead and his spirit lives. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. No wonder Jesus said, fear not. I am he that was dead, but I am alive forevermore. I am alive forevermore. For now we are redeemed by him and risen with him. We are redeemed with him and we're risen with him. 
and now and are now not will be. We are now sitting in heavenly places in him. Now, when we have his spirit in us, the abstract shows that all doubts are all stricken off. Christ lives. Not I that live, not me, but Christ lives in me. Not you that live, but Christ lives in you. Because he's a living word and he lives in you. Showing that all the accounts of the Methodist, Baptist, and Pentecostal ideas and everything else has now been stricken off. It's Jesus Christ. Like on Mount Transfiguration, all the prophets and everything else, it's finished. And all the days of the Lutheran, the Methodist, and the Presbyterian, they're all right. But this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. I want you to say with me now. Hear ye him. The word of the hour. It's not an idea of what the word of the hour is. It's the word of the hour. It's Mount Transfiguration again. It's the Mount Transfiguration again. This is my beloved son. Hear ye him, the word of the hour. The hour of the seals. The hour of the seals. Now, I wouldn't want to embarrass anybody, but to ask you just personally, how many of you lately have been in the seals? It's the hour of the seals. But let me just help you out here. After the opening of the seals, every message after the seals was the seals. Well, you say the seals were the seals. The seals is Christ. And so now he was opening himself. And so every message after the seals was the seals being opened. But somebody might say, give me a quote for that. I said, well, I said it. It's what I believe. Brother Ram said, following the seals should have been the token. So now he's giving us an idea that as that word was opening up, the word was opening up through every message that was now going to be preached. He was going to show you what is the attraction on the mountain. He was going to show you God of this evil age. He was going to show you Satan's Eden. Why? Because now the word's open. Now he's talking definitively of the word. Because it's the hour of the seals of hear ye him. Now, please don't go glazed over. These aren't big things I'm saying right now. These are just thoughts. Okay. So the hour, the hour of the seals, when all the mysteries back yonder that have been hid all of these years, the great pyramid of time has been stricken off, the headstone made it honed down so that the star of David will settle into its place and the great church of the living God will be raised up like wings of an eagle, packed out yonder into glory. That is what I'm living for. Swing low, sweet Holy Spirit. And let the winds of your spirit lift us into heavenly places. Amen. And now in our bodies, 
with speaking with new tongues, with prophecies and foreseeing, laying hands on the sick, and they recover. You say, well, I haven't spoken in tongues. Well, anytime you speak this message to anybody, I'll tell you it's a new tongue. It is a new language. It's a heavenly language. It didn't come from man. It came from God himself. And when you speak Christ, you're speaking the word. I had the opportunity to speak to a lawyer on this trip. We're sitting at a table and, and I said to, to Joanne afterwards, I said, I just said, Lord, I'm on a week. I got a week away, but I haven't spoken to anybody. Could just like speak to somebody? Bang. This guy sits down beside our table. And I thought, that's amazing. I'm just sitting there looking at this guy, and he's got an old T-shirt on, something like we wear when we work around the house, Brother David. He's just one of those, you know. So I'm trying to smile. Like, well, what is this guy? He's a welder, retired, you know, all this sort of, you know how your mind works on that? And so finally he says, well, uh, you know what I do? I said, what do you do? He says, I'm a lawyer. And you know what they say about lawyers? I said, yeah, they all go to hell. <laughs> Are we blunt enough? He said, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> so we did have a, we had a, able to talk to him, and that was a nice time. But, you know, it's on people's minds. There's a hell, and there's a heaven. And he's retired, and he looked like just any Joe Blow, anybody. That was nice. He didn't put on an air. He was a lawyer, retired, well-to-do, and everything else. But he wasn't worried about his wealth. He was worrying about where he was going. And I think that should be a little bit of a concern for some of us that are sitting in this room. Because you can hide behind people's heads. But you cannot hide behind the wor- without the word revealing and knowing what's in your heart. You cannot hide from him. The great church of the living God is going to rise up and some will not. Oh, resurrection morning, when death seals will be broken, we shall rise. Hallelujah, we shall rise. There ain't enough devils in hell to keep us from doing it. Let me just tell you, devil, I don't care what you throw our way. There's not enough devils in hell that's going to stop this one from rising in the resurrection. Mine eyes have seen the glory. He has opened my eyes of understanding. He hasn't opened my eyes to Cloverdale Bible Way. Oh, I'm a, we fit into this nice society of a church. That's nonsense. You have to be buried, as I've been preaching over the last two or three weeks. You have to be buried in him. And to be buried in him is to be raised in him. And to be raised in him means you are already in the resurrection. You might as well say hallelujah. Those that are in him can say hallelujah. There ain't enough devils in hell from keeping me from doing it. We were foreordained of God for this hour. Think about it, brother James. I was praying for you this week. Think about it. That God in his great mind let years and years and years go on and years go on. But finally, there had to be a James come in. God watches over his seat. And he knows what he's doing. And he might be lingering for some young person this morning. 
Somebody that needs to know Jesus in the power of his resurrection. Not know about him, but to experience him. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're five years old, 15 years old, 25, 50, 90. You need Christ. Without him, there is no resurrection. Without him, there's no rapture. Without him, all you've got to look forward to is a tribulation and a hell. To be like Jesus. How many sing that song? How many sing that song? To be like Jesus. We sing that song. But it's one thing to sing the song. It's another thing to be the song. There ain't enough devils in hell to keep me from doing it. We're foreordained of God for this hour. The word of God manifests itself through us. The word of God manifests itself through us, Victoria. You don't have to do it because the seed that's already in you is already doing it. God then sends ministry, your dress wear, to help awakening the very life of Christ in you. To prepare you for that rapture time. That's what church is about. To be encouraged in the faith. Be challenged in the faith. The church of God is the house of judgment. To be judged by the word here, not there. And so many people hide behind the church. Say, well, I go to church. I go to Bible way. I must be okay. No, that's not true. Whoever told you that's lying to you. That's not true. Just because you go to Cloverdale, Bible way means nothing. You got a better chance because you're going to hear the word. Because Ichabod's over every other church on the land. Or you say, well, are you only including Bible Way? Don't be so narrow-minded. I'm not talking about just Bible Way. There are message believers around the world. The Word of God manifests itself right through us. And we live in the presence of God by the Word promise of God. Ain't a devil in hell going to keep me from rising. I'm sorry, Brother Roy. There's no devil in hell going to stop me from rising. You can put me in the dirt, I'm going to rise up again. He rose from the dead, I rose with him. You can put me in the ground, I'm going to rise again. You can be put in the ground, but you're rising again. You'll be caught up together with us who remain. This is our theme. Resurrection hour. Yep, go to work. Make your dollar. Your dollar, listen, I'll tell you what your dollar is going to be worth in a couple of days. Nothing. In fact, we've got Brother Iverson back from Europe. We always, always admired the euro. The euro was a dollar forty to our dollar. Now what is it? <laughs> down, down, down. And now it just a little blurt comes and Rome says, I want all assets from all dioceses to come to Rome by the end of September. Did you get that one on your news feed? Some did, some didn't. Oh my, listen, hey, don't wait around. Because Brother Bram said, in the seals, when they call Wall Street up and bring in your bonds, uh-huh. Then it becomes a one-world system. But uh, let me tell you a secret. We're gone before that happens. So if it's calling in its money, you better get ready. Oh, I pray that the Holy Spirit would prick your soul to awaken to the reality. I need the change. 
Not just sit in a pew. Be a participant. Calling in the money. Oh, you say, oh, I made my money. I got your retirement fund. Your retirement funds were nothing. You ask China when they shut down their banks and people are lined up by the tens of thousands trying to get their money. Is that true, Brother Murphy, or am I making that up? Go to the bank, shut down. Say, well, I got a nice nest. I shut down. You better have a walk with God because your prophet pointed to the third pull. He pointed to the what? I want you to keep that in remembrance. He pointed to what? The third pull. He pointed to it. It's not just a statement. It's the opening of the word. It's the spoken word. And it's preaching to souls that are in prison. There's a threefold manifestation of the third pull. So if we're getting down to the third pull, we have the power of the spoken word. Then if you've got the power of the spoken word, we're preaching the souls in prison. God help us. That there be nobody here caught in that dilemma. Where Esau repented in tears and yet it was not received. There was a time when God shut the door at the days of Noah. And he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the revealing of the Son of Man. There is types and shadows laying everywhere through the scripture. Whether it's Wesley in the back here or our brother Michael up up at the back top, pew up top. It doesn't matter where you sit or where you are. You need this resurrection. And this resurrection is this message. I'm free, Brother Bram said. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm an eagle. I'm no longer in a cage. But I am free. I've raised from the dead. And I've got a new life in Christ Jesus. Not only me, but every man, woman, boy, girl sitting here filled with the Spirit of God. They're a new creature in Christ. You're an eagle and you are free. Are you free this morning? Hallelujah. You're in the resurrection title, subtitle, whether you like it or not. Pointing. Pointing. John pointed to Jesus. The prophet pointed to Messiah. You say, well, don't point at me. I'm not pointing at you. Please forgive me if I have. But let me point to you a word that will deliver your wife, deliver your children, that will bring a home together if you can believe. Yeah. You know where it lies? You're believing. Uh Uh-huh. It's your believing. It's not on the preacher. It's your believing. 
And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing what? The word. So you want faith? Hear the word. So they pointed. The prophets always pointed to something. They're trying to show you something. Brother Bram said the whole plan of redemption didn't lay in Moses. It didn't lay in Joseph. It didn't lay in Elijah. They only were a part of the word pointing to it. Pointing to it. See, now notice. Keep your thought here. Here it comes, as I say. See, the whole plan wasn't in them. They were pointing to it. Can I say Brother Branham was pointing to her? Was pointing to her. The bride coming. The word. Any bride. Pointing to you. To manifest him. I've come from God. I go back to God. Behold, I show you a mystery. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall what? We shall all be changed. When? In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. At the last trump. And the Lord himself shall descend with a what? A shout, a voice, and a trump. You're in it whether you like it or not. And I, I apparently love it. I apparently love that I've been called to this rapture. Amen. We live our lives fine. We've got our problems fine. But we've got Christ. Hallelujah. Billions don't. Billions don't. Billions don't. But you've got Jesus. Why? Because the resurrection, he said, rising of the sun, resurrection came to you. I'd like to see a few Marys running around this room. Huh? Who spoke to me this morning? The gardener. It's Tom. Is it Tom or a gardener? Who is it? Woo! We're getting real down to home, aren't we? Huh? We're really getting down to time now. We are either a him and the word or we're not. Uh-huh. Don't look at me with your problems. Just say the God. Of all my problems is living in me. God, you take care of that. Lord Jesus, you said ask anything. We have not because we ask not. We ask not because we believe not. How many here have been delivered by the power of the resurrection? My goodness. My goodness. So that we'd have chains stacked. We'd have chains stacked to the ceiling. Shackles broken. People loosed. And if he did it for you, he can do it for anybody. We limit God by your gray matter. He's unlimited. Unlimited. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. You say, I can't have children. You can so have children. You can't have your wife sitting. Toby can be sitting right beside you Sunday. 
All you have to do is start speaking it, believing it, talking about it. Saying, honey, guess what? You're going to sit beside me. No way. Yes, you are. No way. Yes, you are. Then one day she'll be sitting there and you'll go, hallelujah. God heard my prayer. He hears your prayer. Be patient. Just wait and see what God will do. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. you going to have to do. It's okay, Lee. I, I'm a bad singer, so it's okay. Don't worry about Uncle Tom. He'll be fine. He'll do for you. Just have patience. Don't doubt. Because I got a quote where Brother Ram said, the resurrection takes the doubt out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. The resurrected one takes all doubt out of you. People say, oh, you're going to lose your children. I'll tell you what. They told me that. And, I, and Joanne and I denied it. We denied it. So you can't have all your boys. Yes, we can. God gave me them. I keep them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We need more daddies to stand up and say that's nothing but the truth. That's nothing but the truth. Yep. You're going to need this resurrection because it's going to get weirder. It's going to get weirder. When they're having gay parades, transvestites come through elementary schools. And you just sit here and say, oh, it's never going to happen to me. You watch it. You watch it. Brother Ram is sitting in the Feast of the Trumpets. He's got everybody. But he does not have the bride. Amen. It is the power of God. Holding back the forces of the enemy. Yeah. It's not mind over matter. It's not program. Bible way has a program for a school. We're going to be praying for the students after the service this morning. It's very applicable, very applicable to the subject. Yeah, Daniel. I saw you playing football the other day. Pretty fancy move, man. I go, man, I couldn't even do that when I was that age. But man, I, what my heart is, I hope you can handle the word like that. Uh-huh. Sorry, soccer ball's going to burn. Football's going to burn. Uh-huh. But I am not. Yeah, we can be so cool here. I think one of the preachers preached, I think it was John preached years ago, cool dudes go to hell. That was at a camp. That was a pretty good title. I remember those sort of things. You know, we're so cool, we're so hot. You're going to be hot one day. Everybody okay? Remember, Tom just got back. You know what? I, I just love this message. You know, people got a problem with it, that's their problem. I have no problem whatsoever. No, sir, I open up that message book and I just start seeing myself in that message book. Why? Because he's pointing to Christ, 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 Christ. You don't preach Christ enough. Are you kidding? That's what this whole message is. It's Jesus Christ. Well, 
My, let me behold, I show you a mystery. Here that was. Now, that was way back at the beginning of the church. first church, Ephesians church. Prophet to an age. Writes it down for the Corinthians. But who is it for? The Corinthians or for us? Huh? So they were pointing to something. The prophets are always pointing to something. Trying to tell us, hey, look, look forward, look ahead, focus in, as Brother Michael preached while I was away. Show you mystery. I sh- we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. And not, what was his name? President. You know, that was craziness. Donald Trump was the last trump. If that's the last trump, I'm packing my bags and going to the wilderness. That is absolutely craziness. That's crazy. Do not. say. I'm going to give you a warning here. Do not bring politics. It's so easy to do. You bring politics into this message. People fly flags. Go down the road honking. Listen. Why don't you go... Stand out and honk for Christ. He's alive. He's alive. He's not dead like you Methodists. Baptists. This fellow said to me, this lawyer, he says, you're not like those preachers that have airplanes. He says, California is full of them. I says, no, forget it. I'm not one of them. But I'm one of them. Uh, but I'm not one of them. And that is the concept of the world. They think of religion. He says, and this, uh, so another fellow asks us, what are you? I said, oh, I'm a minister. A priest? Joanne jumps in. Not a priest. <laughs> but that's their idea. That's what Satan has fed them. But God has given a bride a word to know who she is. So when Christ, who is our life, appears. Come on. When he shall appear. Brother Bram said in Unrecognized Presence, why is he appearing this way? He said to awaken the desires that you have in him for him. So when Christ, who is our life, shall appear or manifest, you shall also appear with him. The bride on display. Hallelujah. My sheep hear my voice. That's right. They know the voice of God. It speaks from the word. The word is what does it. Now he said generation, that is, would receive a sign. What kind of a sign? As Jonah was in the belly of a whale for three days, the Son of Man shall be in the earth, for, in the heart of the earth. Is that right? What kind of sign will they receive? A resurrection sign. Jesus is not dead. Amen. Jesus is alive. Amen. Then if he's alive, come on. If Jesus is alive, This bride is alive. She's alive. Come on, say it. She's alive. 
Not putting in an hour, 45 minutes. Saints, this is our life. Hallelujah. Sure. I love this. Love this. What is this attraction on this mountain? On this Mount Perfection. When the headstone comes down. When the star of David descends. What is the attraction on the mountain? God. Fulfilling his word. And the world missing it. The world missing it. And now he says, what happened on Sunset Mountain? It's evening time. It's sunset time. It's a sunset message. In the Colorado forest, 40 miles north of Tucson. On Sunset Mountain, a sunset light. Had it in the evening time. And you've heard the scripture after scripture. There shall be light at the evening time. He's not talking about that sunball out there. Get that out of your mind. It's not there shall be S-U-N light. But there shall be light at the evening time. The same one that went through the covenant with Abraham. That white light. It shall be light in the evening time. The evening time light has come to vindicate himself. Come on, people. I mean, I don't mean people. I mean saints of God. This is tremendous. Our God is tremendous. Hallelujah. He's vindicating himself. See? He's the winged one. Brother John. He's the supreme judge one. Vindicating himself. He is the final authority. People got a problem with this message? You got a problem with the final authority. It's the final authority. No other voice. Everybody listening to me. He's the final authority. No other voice. No other God. No other nothing. In him. Dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And those angels wait him. Those weren't just some some smokestacks. Those were angels coming in and out. From one dimension to another dimension. God vindicating himself. In him dwells the fullness of the Godhead. And the Son of Man shall be revealed. God revealing himself. A Son of Man revealing the Son of Man. Then, if I've spoken the truth, and the Word is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. True? And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. True? Then that one that I spoke of will come and vindicate what I said. Pretty powerful, the end of his ministry. Lady, you're a stranger, aren't you? You've got it praying for a crippled child. God grant it to you. Hmm? What is God doing? Vindicating his word. Now, somebody back there, a man sitting over there trying to get rid of smoking cigarettes. I wonder how many here need to get rid of cigarettes. 
Got rid of mine. Yes, he did. The moment I got saved, totally delivered. Dope. Drinking. Cigarettes. Praise the Lord. What was he showing? The resurrection sign. There's somebody sitting over there trying to get rid of cigarettes. You believe God will take it away from you? All right, believe. You got it. You got it. Well, that God that was in that prophet is now living in the people. Here's a man. I see a dark shadow over him right over there laying on a cot or a chair. He's shadow. He's got cancer. I don't know the man, never seen him, but God knows all about you. That's nothing but the truth. Receive your healing. Receive it. Do you receive it this morning? Listen, I got a quote here. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Sarah, Brother Bram said, Brother Branham said Abraham knew it, God knew it, but Sarah couldn't get it. She couldn't get it. She just couldn't get it. But Abraham got it. And because Abraham got it, his wife got it. Hallelujah. We are a part of Christ and we are a part of Abraham for we are the bride of Jesus Christ. And people who are born by his spirit ought to wake up. Get out of your stews. Well, I won't look at anybody, but I know of a few stew pots that are percolating here. But I also know of a resurrected king that can transform people's lives. If you allow him to do it, he will do it. If you think you're all right, you can't get it. But it was the woman at the well knew she needed him. The blind man knew she needed him. The Seraphonician woman needed him. Tom Ray needed him. Hallelujah. We need him. Yes, sir, remember that. But this is the day of visitation. So from 1960, here's a prophet declaring the visitation of Elohim. Mm -hmm. Nothing hid. Every thought. Every word. That's why scripture, as the prophet Ezekiel would point to, he'll give you a new heart. And he'll give you a new spirit. Because if your spirit is foul, that is not God. If you can lie, cheat, steal, and look at pornography, you need to get born again. I'm sorry, friends. You're not even near the kingdom. As Brother Bram said to that woman as she was coming up to him, and the angel of the Lord was standing there, he said, you'll never be any closer to heaven than you are right now. When the angel of the Lord comes, that's when I'd start moving if I was you. Especially wake up, saints, as he said. Wake up. I could go on. You're from Tennessee, boy. You got asthma. But you believe he'll heal you? In your hand there, there? He'll heal you if you believe. Lady, you're crying over there. She's shadowed with dark. She's got cancer. Do you believe? He'll heal you, lady. You can have your healing. Who's speaking? Who's speaking? The resurrection. Amen. 
Hallelujah. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother Bram said that's the resurrection sign. That's the resurrection sign. And that's why then I read a couple of weeks ago before leaving on a break. Brother Brad, I'm taking a quote of the same message that I just read right now, paragraph 138. Now, I was just talking with her a minute now. See, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was Messiah. Now, can you imagine, Mike? I want to know, Michael Gagne. I want to know if you know what you know now and you're hearing now that Brother Bram said that then, now, what would you do? Yeah, well, I think he'd come out of that seat and you'd be above right here, right there. You'd, I, I know I would. I know I would. Messiah. That wasn't me. That was Messiah. Where's Messiah? Messiah here? I want Messiah. Well, I got you a little bit all choked up there, didn't I? You thought you were going to be a little church order here. I think there'd be a whole pile of it. You've ever seen rugby? It's called a scrum. And they got over one little football, and they all just pile on one another. If I realize what I know now, that I, what I probably was saying then, and it was now, there'd be a little bit of a scrum right here. And I think Mike would be right on top of Dad. And we'd be right, right, right be here. Lord, 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 you're here. But now, saints of God, he's, he's, he's pointing to something. He's pointing to us because there was a James. There's a Denise. There's a Sunday. Because, saints of God, he's holding back for his elected seed. Because once it's over, it's over. Not me. Not me. Messiah. What did you move here for, Tom? The word. People move all over the world for the word because we can't get enough of it. Brother Bram said there's something in us driving us. Driving us. Driving us to the word. Look at this one. This is powerful. Jesus saying, now therefore does the Father love me. I lay down my life that I might take it up again. Jesus knew exactly who he was. No man taketh it from me. No, I lay it down myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. This commandment have I received of my Father. God laid down his life for you and I. He is our near kinsman, born of a woman, come to redeem his elected seed, sons and daughters of God. But Brother Bram said, in the rising of the sun, I'm afraid too many of us are not getting the people to Christ. We're getting them to church, to a theory. But we must get them to Christ. He's the only one and the only one that has life. And he that has the son hath life. If you've got the son, you've got him. I've got the life of God in. I've got the life of God in. I've got his life, his nature, and his ability. I've got the life of God in me. What Brother Bram said, we need to wake up to the reality. We're at the end, Nathan. We're at the end. This is it. 
Pope demanding all assets come to Rome. That's a pretty good indicator to me. Man, can you? The Bible talks about the wealth of the world found in her. She's not going to let it. All the dioceses and all the lands and all the value that lays in South America and Asia and Europe. She wants to bring it back to Rome. For what reason? You, it does not take a revelation to figure this one out, folks. We are seeing a generation of devils. We are seeing it. You got lawmakers that are crazy. Doesn't matter what country you're in. Crazy. They make laws that are insane. And all it does is cause chaos because that's what Satan's Eden is. Chaotic. Sexual immorality is at its highest level ever. When it once was hit under shelves, now they're parading it in elementary schools. Promoting it at swimming meets. Making you have to accept that. You say, you're homophobic. I am not homophobic. They need to get saved just like I had to get saved. Like anybody else has to get saved. But they all want it their way and not the even way. They say you're a white supremacist. I'm no more a white supremacist. I'm a God supremacist. People got to get their heads screwed on right. But you know what happens? You get in your mind filtered by Laodicea. And you've got to put a thinking man's filter on. Which is called the word of God. Which is called the word come through Malachi 4. Forget the news. The news will pervert your thinking. Yep. Here we are, evening messenger. Here we are. Red light down, flashing, coming to the Lord's at hand. Listen, the end time message will and shall meet the end time condition. Where they go off, the message brings it right back. Did you hear that? Where they go off, the message brings it right back. Always the end time message meets the end times condition. All the way through the scripture. It'll have to do it this time. Calls it back to the original word. We're at the west coast. The S-O-N is appearing before his coming. Remember, appearing, coming are two different words. He is appearing now in the church. Showing himself he's alive after 2,000 years. Hallelujah. But if that same spirit, I'm going to get, this was just the preliminary. Scary, huh? I shouldn't say that because that freezes everybody up because you don't know when I'm going to stop. Thank you. That's one. I want a majority. This is a democracy here. (laughs) I only got one, so I'll, two. I got two. Thank you, sister. We're at a time, saints of God, where we have to actually start acting what we believe. Speaking what we believe. And they looked on them and they were afraid to join themselves. 
But they can look at us, and we're just normal folk. We don't have to do something weird. But I tell you what, you're packing a presence that they know there's something different about you. So if that same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, he will raise up, he shall also quicken your mortal body by the spirit that dwells in you. So Paul writes then in Colossians 2 and 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. So Paul goes on to say then in Ephesians, and you hath he quickened who were once dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. But God, but God, rich in mercy, for his great love worth, and he loved us. Even us, even us, we have been chosen in him. Amen. Amen. I've been chosen in him. We were groping, Roy. You were a Kirby salesman. I was a flunked out university student. I quit university. Don't know where I was going. God saves me, delivers me, groping. Each one of us were groping somewhere. We were groping. We went to this church. We went to that church. You were groping in gross darkness. But the resurrection, that's what he said. The resurrection came by your way. And I always thought it was Ken Ardeal, but it was the resurrection in Ken Ardeal. Come on. You think you're going to work tomorrow? It's the resurrection going to work in you tomorrow. You're going to church, school or you're going to wherever your, your job is. It's God living in you. Because, because I live, you live also. Now he's speaking to his wife. Because I live, you live also. Because I conquered, you conquer also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many of us got something in our flesh we need to conquer this morning? How many? Come on, let's be honest with ourselves. Sure we do. I tell you what, take the word of God and say, that thing that has troubled me, I deny it, I rebuke it, and I get rid of it in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he lives. I live also. I don't need uncleanness. I don't need anything of the flesh. I want God. Do I hear an amen in the balcony? <laughs> because I live. You live also. Speaking to his wife. So now let me ask you a question. Husbands, if you live a certain way, you want your wife to live like you? That's a good one. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And do I want to live like her? Yes, I do. Yes, we do. Because I live, he shall live also. We're life of his life, spirit of his spirit, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, power of his power. She's him. Hallelujah. Now, listen, saints of God, I'm just coming to my subject. I'm just this moment right now coming to where I want to start three times in a row. So I don't know what's going on here. Maybe it's, I'm too long-winded. And everybody shook their head. <laughs> can you give, 
I, can, I, I just would like to wrap this subject up. Could you give me just some time? <laughs> can we turn to Hebrews 11, chapter 50? Hebrews 11. Prophets point. That's what your prophet said. He points to Christ. Points to Christ. Points to Christ. That's all we want to talk about. Brother Phil, Christ. Christ is everything. That's why the whole message came to bring the Bible alive. The Bible, they've got 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 denominations. They think they're preaching Christ, but God brings a prophet on the scene. Thus saith the Lord, if I've spoken the truth, let God vindicate it. Thousands, 10,000, 100,000. I remember, I remember when I first got saved, my first, I had my accident and I started working at the office and we had a little office, Brother Biscoe had a little office over at Aaron's Pizza in Cloverdale and, and the first little track I, I made was Sinners Die Alone and I didn't know that that was the, the, um, the message that Brother Biscoe preached that Joanne got saved. I thought that was, that, for me, that's just, I, I just throw that in, that's bonus. So anyways, I'm getting this track made. I had to go to a printer in Vancouver. I think it was on Broadway. A little Finnish man had a printing operation there, and I was getting it printed. And he said, man, he says, you're a clean-looking young man. What, what makes you so clean? Prophet. He goes, wow. I said, God sent a prophet. He said, well, well, <laughs> They stumble around a bit, and they get a little problem with that. And they say, well, God sent a prophet. What about Jesus? I said, God can do nothing until first he reveals it to his prophets first. The prophet points me to Christ. Well, he says, who's your prophet? I said, William, Mary, and Branham. Oh, he's a false prophet. I've saved all of eight months, nine months, ten months. And he, I said, well, what, what makes you say that, sir? What makes you say that? I said, I'm very interested in that thought. Because I said, you got a wrong thought. He goes, I'll tell you why. Because he said something that didn't happen. I said, he said something that happened that you didn't know that happened. I'm not going to let no devil have no toe hold. Not even in my mind. I said, who are you? I said, where's your vindication? <laughs> well, what did you want to get printed now? They have all the critics have no vindication. And yet God vindicates a prophet for 33 years. And they have the audacity. And then as God opened the word to you, you started to find out yourself in the word. And you started now, the cycle started to get like a whirlwind. You started to understand your position in Christ. Not just William Branham, but Brother Branham was trying to tell us who we are in Christ. And we're bride. And here we are, coming down to the last days and Satan still playing with the minds causing doubt 
And Brother Bram said, if he can cause doubt, he's got you. Because that's how he got Eve in the garden. But he said, this resurrection drives out all doubt. Hallelujah. Why? Because my sheep hear my voice, and a stranger they shall not follow. So the sheep of God follow the word of God. So the prophet's point. Now what? Look at this now. Hebrews chapter 11. I'd like to start at uh, verse 21, and maybe we shall, because I'd like to, well, actually, verse 20. (laughs) I'm trying to shorten it up, but I can't here. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. Now notice what it says there. Concerning things to come. Prophet's point. Concerning things to come. Things that are to be. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped leaning upon the top of his staff. Now, saints... No, we'll continue. I don't want to stop. And by faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. This is by faith. Concerning his bones. By faith, Moses when he was born. So now we start to see it's all by faith. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Isaac. By faith, Jacob. By faith, Joseph. That's not something. Joseph. Now, quickly. Joseph was the perfect type of Jesus. Is that correct? Was the perfect type of Jesus. He had the seven colored coat. We say it's the covenant angel. He had that. Is that true? I just, just in case I go wrong, just say we're wrong. Uh, and he had sheaves bow to him. Was that a prophecy? Because <laughs> there was going to be a time when their sheaves, they were going to come <laughs> to reap huh? and bow to Joseph. And then there was a time, of course, of the stars and the moon and the sun bound down to Joseph. We're not tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> ah, but his brothers raised up against him and rejected of his brethren. And by faith, they put him in a pit and he came out of the pit. It wasn't written that way. So out of the pit he goes, and can you imagine your brothers selling you to Ishmaelites? Terrible. Just terrible. Ishmaelites, of all people. So he gets into Egypt, and what happens? Potiphar buys him, and he goes to Potiphar's house. And by faith, he withstands Potiphar's wife and perversion. That could have been written there, couldn't it? There's a lot of by faith you could have put there. And by faith, he interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. And he rose to be the governor of Egypt. Which, 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 which one we want there? But I, I, as I was reading this and have been now for four, four month, month, month and a half, I started to realize all those ones, those exclamations, or all those by faith examples, 
I gave you were all a part of temporal. But what he was pointing to said, God's going to visit you one day. And when God comes and takes you into your promised land, you take my bones with you. By faith, Joseph made mention when the children of Israel left, take my bones. Not just take him somewhere. Take him to the place there's going to be a resurrection. Glory. Take me not to Egypt because there's no resurrection in Egypt. Come on. There is no resurrection in Laodicea. There's only a resurrection in Christ. Don't bury my bones in Egypt. Take me to Melchefa. Look up that one for you. Some tongue tire. Melchefa. That's where Abraham bought the land. Abraham was buried in Canaan, in Hebron. Buried in Hebron. Isaac was buried in Hebron. Rebekah was buried in Hebron. Sarah was uh, buried in Hebron. Leah was buried in Hebron. And Joseph was not going to be left behind. You know why, they, why Abraham brought, bought that land in Hebron? Do you know why? Because that's where Job stood. I'm taking what a prophet said now. He said, Job stood there and said, I know my Redeemer liveth. And in the last days, though the skin worms eat my flesh, yet in my flesh I shall see God. A prophet was pointing to the resurrection. Hallelujah. Abraham pointed, Job pointed to it. Abraham, Isaac. There's no resurrection in Laodicea, friends. So sorry. So sorry. There's only one resurrection. That's in Christ Jesus. And that's in Christ Jesus that came down in this generation that declared that he was the one that was standing present amongst the people. I am the resurrection and the life. If you want to go into Isaac, you know the story about Isaac. You know all the story about Jacob? You know, we all know the story. Laid his head on a stone. Ladder went to heaven. But that doesn't say by faith he laid his head on a stone. But he said by faith. When Joseph brought his sons to be blessed, he put Manasseh on his right and Ephraim on his left so that they would get the blessing. And the right hand is where the blessing comes But then when Jacob came to bless Joseph's son, he crossed his hands. And Ephraim got the blessing where Manasseh didn't get the blessing. He said, the elder will serve the younger. He said, the Jews. Come on, Manasseh is going to serve Ephraim, the Gentiles. Hallelujah. But it can only come through the cross. Hallelujah. He crossed his hands because it had to be the cross. The Jews rejected the cross. The Gentiles accepted the cross. So Jacob crossed his hands. That was Christ. 
Hallelujah. Glory. Praise be to God. That's why Brother Bram said when you read the scripture, every scripture, you must see Christ. Do you see Christ? And he worshiped on his staff because there was a redeemer coming. Hallelujah. By faith, Jacob, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel. Remember, they came in under a great blessing. He was the governor of Egypt. And they lived in Goshen. And they, had a, they lived a great life. But he knew they were going to come to hard times. And they knew that the taskmaster was going to come. But he wanted, he said, leave my bones here in Egypt. But when you depart, take my bones with you. Brother Ram said those bones were left as a memorial. So when the taskmaster whipped them and they beat them, they said, one day we're getting out of here. But Brother Madam tied the bones of Joseph to an empty tomb. Hallelujah. He tied the bones of Joseph to Jesus' empty tomb. The bones were going into the promised land. The empty tomb is a risen Savior. And God will bring you into his promised land. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. What are they pointing to? Faith. Brother Bram said his long-range vision. Can you imagine? They went from being on the top of the food chain in Goshen to the bottom of the food chain in Goshen, in Egypt, I should say. Huh? They went to having everything provided, but there was a pharaoh that raised up that did not know Joseph. And for 300 years... But prophets believe prophets. Prophets believe prophets. Jacob believed what Abraham's promise was. You'll be a soldier in a strange land for 400 years. But you'll come out with a mighty hand. Jacob believed Abraham. Isaac believed Jacob. And Joseph believed Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham. We need to really start believing our prophets. Though the vision tarry, you wait for it. Abraham lived by faith. Isaac lived by faith. Jacob lived by faith. Joseph lived by faith. But it had to come out with a mighty hand. So the next, next paragraph, by faith, Moses. God knows how to put it in all order. There was a time of deliverance coming. And we've had our Moses. We've had our Moses. And saints of God, I am ready now to be exited into another dimension. Your seed shall be a stranger in the land. They shall serve them. They shall be afflicted for 400 years. But in the fourth generation, they'll come thither again. God always has something the saints can point to. 
don't bury my bones here. And he made them swear. Take an oath. Take my bones into Palestine. Brother Brown said, you need to read between the lines. Then along come Jesus, the one that Job saw, the Redeemer. They wanted to be buried the same way Job was. Same place he was. The same way he was. <laughs> so then when Jesus came on Easter morning, when he rose from the tomb... Many of the saints that slept in the dust of the earth rose and came out of the grave. Abraham rose. Isaac rose. Job rose. Jacob rose. Brother, we're going to rise. Hallelujah. Why? I'm buried in him. And he died and rose again. And in this generation, a declaration is made. I am the resurrection. I am the life. Faith, how is your long range vision doing? Abraham looked, knew it 400 years, Ben. Isaac looked, and he knew it was going to take place. Jacob became a part of the prophecy. Joseph came. All Israel, two million came. It took 400 years for the vision to be fulfilled. But once the word was to be fulfilled, no Pharaoh, no Red Sea. Hmm? He took the wheels off of Pharaoh's chariots. He put a pillar of fire between Israel and Egypt. Nothing was going to stop them from going into their land. I want to tell you this morning at the closing of this part of this message, nothing nothing is going to stop you from putting on a body change. Nothing. No devil, no Pharaoh, no Laodicea, no Pope. No, nothing. No transvestite, no homosexual. No government. No, nothing is going to stop this body change. Hallelujah. How tremendous is our God, musicians come. How tremendous is our God. How tremendous. How tremendous. He's very tremendous. Oh, he's a tremendous God. Bringing them back. Look north. Look south. Look east. Look west. All the land is yours. Look to Genesis. Look to Ezekiel. Look to Isaiah. Look to Jeremiah. Look to Malachi. Look to John. Look to Luke. Come on, look to Galatians, look to Ephesians, look to the book of Revelation. The mighty one has come down. Why has he come? To take us home. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. This might not be the most picturesque message you've ever heard. It's a simple message, saints of God. It's God hidden and revealed in simplicity. But we have to believe what we speak. And brother EBA, you got to believe what you speak. I don't care if there's a barber that's going to mock you and say, listen, you said that for two months now. Your eyes are going to be open. I don't care if it's two years. 
You are getting your eyes. Milko, you are getting a new body. Hallelujah. I don't care what you need this morning. I know that in this presence, anything could happen right now. Anything could happen. Daughters could be saved. Sons could be delivered. Families could be united. If you wanted to rise up and say, I'd claim that, brother, brother Tom, that's nothing but the truth. I'm believing it. I'm believing it. I don't want the temporal part. I don't want the million dollars. I don't want my sister healed. I want the salvation of my two children. Hallelujah. What are you wanting this morning? He's here. Elijah's God is with us today. He's here to will and do whatever you say. I believe. I do believe. I believe for the impossible this morning. He's the resurrected one. He's the one that descended on Mount Sunset. He's the supreme authority. Mine eyes have seen the coming of the glory of the Lord. This is not a casual thing. This is a thing to be excited about. This is a thing with expectation. Glory, glory. Brother Darren, your children, that's a promise of God to you and Sister Roxanne. I don't care what they look like, how they act, or where they are. My God, I send a token after them. That's what he said in a token message. He said, what worked on you will work on them. Send the token after them. And I'll tell you what, Brother Ben, your little boys are going to grow up big one day. You're going to need what getting preached right here, right now. You're going to have to send that token and say, I claim the blood. What Jesus shed on Calvary, I claim the blood. I claim it. I claim it. It's going home time. Do you want to leave your wife behind? Start speaking your word. You leave my husband behind? There's family needs all around this room. There's family needs all around this room. But it was the high priest's position to make sure the blood was on the door. That's our part, brother. Hallelujah. Help me sing that, Brother Ryan. And as we sing that, you just raise your hands and just say, I, it's already done. I claim my mother. She's so bound up in religion. I claim her. My dad. There should be such a freedom in the Holy Spirit, saints of God.
children. I pray for your children. They are not forgotten, Brother Norm. They are not forgotten. Your labors of love will never be forgotten. What you and your dear wife have sacrificed is not forgotten. Hallelujah. Sister Juniper, we pray for Bruce. Your children deserve a daddy. They deserve a saved daddy. I don't care who you're praying for. Speak out their name. can't move saints unless first of all you confess it once you confess it then the high priest can move then the high priest can move let the holy spirit move on your behalf this morning by your confession hallelujah it's the same quickening power that raised christ from the dead it dwells in you hallelujah Praise his holy name. Glory be to Jesus. Quickening power has come to open those seals. Quickening power has opened for us to see his coming. Hallelujah. Mine eyes have seen the glories of this glorious coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Ask abundantly. Messiah, ask abundantly. Jeriah, ask abundantly. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 This is saints of God. I believe in the supernatural. I, I even had a thought. I have never had a prayer line in my life. I thought we should have a prayer line and just let everybody pass through. Listen, if he did it one time, he'll do it again. We've been touched. God is present. You can receive it right in your seat. Sister Ella, it's still happening. It's still happening. Prophets always are pointing, pointing, looking, knowing there is a new body. There is a new change. Hallelujah. Yep, we get down to church. We got so many minutes now. Saints, this is a time to worship the King of glory and watch him start moving amongst his people. Don't be a bump on a log somewhere saying, oh, yeah, well, what right would I like to see? Get the unbelief out. If you got to go, go. But let, let those that want to worship the true and living God. Let them worship him in spirit and in truth. Spirit and in truth, Sister Message. Hallelujah. One day, Brother Message is going to stand right beside you. Say, honey, it's on. The resurrection's on. That's what we're living for. That's what we're looking for. Hallelujah. My God is an awesome God. He reigns. No, it's that one that we sing. How do we sing now? Our God is tremendous. Hallelujah. He is very tremendous. When you're in need, I call on the Lord. Call on 
the plug right now. Pull the plug. No power. We still praise him. Huh? No drum beat. No guitar beat. Just you and me. I, I believe that there's a people here that can li- open up their voices. Lift up their hands and say, my God is tremendous. Amen. He's tremendous. He has held me for 47 years. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's tried every trick in the book, but I'm still standing. My God is tremendous. Hallelujah. And when the day that my pastor said, put your Put the names. I, you, I claim your children in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I put that Joel. I put Sam. I put Michael on my Bible. And it's still in my Bible. And guess what? I got Sam, Michael, Joel. If you can believe it. I believe it. And I don't want to hinder anybody's believing but he's a God of the impossible. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, my Jesus, my Jesus, my resurrection. Brother Bram said, Paul, he looked at that empty tomb yonder because he said, I'm in him. I am in Christ. I am in him. Hallelujah. And I'm going to raise on that resurrection morning. I want to say to you, I am in Christ. Hallelujah. And nothing's going to stop me from rising. Amen. Why don't you have your seats? I'm going to preach part two. (laughs) Murphy thought I was telling the truth. I shouldn't exaggerate like that, should I? Well, we got a school going on. And we have wonderful teachers. And this year, there's a little bit of a transition. Brother Kim Dingwall is stepping down from being principal. Stepping down from being principal. He's been a tremendous man of God and uh, he's held a high position in my eyes and in the church's eyes. Burnout, well, I wouldn't want to try to put words in Brother Kim's mind and heart, but he just needs a rest and God bless him for that. I wish he was here that we could show our gratitude and appreciation for the years and just the labor of love he's poured into this assembly for our children. So him not being here, he might be streaming. Let's just show him our appreciation. Hallelujah. He's done a lot for our children. Done a lot for my family. Hallelujah. And it, it, that just seems like it's so, I wish I could give him my heart to thank him. I really do. Ben, can you do that for me? Give him my heart. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Ben. Thank you to make a school for our children. We've got a new year coming. Teachers. And so with Brother Kim stepping down, Brother Malcolm Haynes so graciously accepted a position within the school to be our principal. Brother Malcolm, would you please stand? We want to acknowledge you.
So before, as we get ready to pray with our children as they go into a new year, whether you're going to school, elementary school, kindergarten, and they got school before kindergarten. I don't even know what it's called. Man, I wouldn't have liked that, but they have it. So before they come, I'd like all the teachers, please, to come and stand here also. All the teachers that will be teaching in our school or any school. Would you come please stand right in the corner right here? Thank you, Tim. Your first move. Ruth, Anno. I know there's more. Here he comes. My best band. Teacher in the world. Is that all? Is there more hiding behind than fuse? Come on, call them out. Here they come. I believe it's going to be a very, very special year. And these are the ones that God has allowed to take care of our children and grandchildren. So I want to show our appreciation to them this morning. the oldest to the youngest, all right? Our oldest children, our young people, if they would come up, please. <laughs> we'll start over on this corner. Now you're going to have to be Really, yeah, why don't you go up on that? We're gonna need some spots here. Thanks, Hudson. We're not ashamed, we love you. Hmm? All right, is that senior? Next tier, please. All elementary. Come on up. Malcolm, can I switch jobs? <laughs> Man, what a lovely, lovely group. What a lovely group. God bless you, teachers. Thank you. Thank you. If you are a parent or a grandparent of any one of these children, just stand at your seat, please. 
our future church. God should tarry. These are the ones that we love very much. God bless you, sweetheart. I wish I was back at school. I'm not. Thank you, parents, for being a support. Bible Way Christian Academy. Do all you can for your children. Mothers, my fondest memories was having my mom at our school every special day that that she could be there. It's my mom making the hot dogs. It was my mom that was serving the coffee. It was my mom. I'm so proud of her. Do all your mothers good to do all that you can for your children. Indeed, you are the fifth gospel. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. See these precious teachers, Lord, standing here, Brother Malcolm, Lord, at the helm this year. Taking the duties from Brother Kim, Lord, that has given so much to our families in this church. We love him and Sister Hattie. But now, Lord, another turning of a page. Brother Malcolm, Sister Felicity, the teacher standing in the rain. One glorious day, Lord, we will enter the kingdom of God together. But they won't be little children. They'll be young adults, as your prophet said, 18 to 21, somewhere in there. We'll all be rejoicing around the throne of God. Pray that you'll keep your hand on the youngest to the oldest, Lord. We all look back. We've had scars and hurts in life, Lord. Would you keep them from those hurts and scars? Would you encourage them in the faith? May the love of God baptize at school, Lord. That our children would sense the glory of God from hallway to hallway. That the teachers will be inspired to live this message and teach our children what they need to know, Lord, to face the hurdles of life that lay ahead. And they will need this to be equipped, Lord. So help the teachers, give them the wisdom of Solomon, for we believe that a greater than Solomon is here. And God, that you can quicken them. And when they see someone hurting, Lord, may you be there with them, helping them, encouraging our little children in the faith. Father, we have some of the older ones, high school, going on to college, kindergarten, preschool, elementary, and high school. Pray that the blessing of God would rest on them, Lord. That God, this gospel would not be so high that they couldn't understand that Jesus loves them. That they might know you, Lord, in the power of your resurrection and they might know you as a personal friend. That you would be their comfort, there would be their peace. So Lord, as we start this new year, I pray that the glory of God will settle upon this group that is gathered on this platform. 
and that God you will give them wisdom that Lord that they could not have known themselves that you will give them a peace Lord and keep all hurts and pains away and may the glory of God rest on them I pray in Jesus precious name I ask it for the glory of God we're that generation Let's, do you all know that song? Why don't you help Brother Tom? Before we get ready to go, parents, God bless you for your contribution to the school and the, the church, for allowing us to have these precious souls. But I didn't pray for you. Forgive me. If you're a parent, would you please stand? We'll close with this closing prayer. Lord, I am humbled to see the quality of young men and young ladies standing here giving us their treasures, Lord. I feel that way every time I minister, Lord. I am humbled. Lord, what a group of young couples. But they will need your guidance, Lord. They will need your wisdom also. Would you bless them? Children come in the home, Lord. I just pray, Father, that a comforter. You would use them to comfort, to guide, to keep. Give them wisdom. May the parents become such great friends to the children, Lord. Not just parents. May they be dear friends, Lord. Ones to talk to. 
to commune with and to pour out their hearts. I pray that their homes will be under the umbrella of the great presence of the I Am. I'm thankful, Lord, for every couple that's represented here, and I pray, God, that you will lead them and keep them in the divine will of God in every situation. So, Father, as we close this service, these young people standing here, teachers and parents and those alike within the pews, Lord. Without those that are sitting, Lord, where would this church be also? We love each and every one that have supported and given. So, Father, I pray the blessings of God upon this little assembly, our pastor, who we love dearly. Sister Ruth, we love dearly. The man of God grows in age. I just pray, Lord, you'll be his strength. His peace, his guide. So, Lord, we ask now that you'll go with each and every one of us from the front to the top of the balcony. And may the presence of God go with us, Lord. We thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. When we all stand, greet one another, shake one another's hand. Say, God bless you. We'll see you in the rapture. God bless you, children. God bless you.